0: Hey guys, welcome back to Pinky and the Wild Wanderer. My name is Katie, aka The Wild Wanderer. I want to thank everybody for the feedback on last week's episode with Priscilla about the gut health. You guys really enjoyed that. Um, It's important information to have Priscilla. will be back on the podcast so we can um, discuss some other things. But I have wanted to talk to her for a very long time about gut health and how it's linked to trauma and how the foods we put in our body really do affect us so i'm so glad you guys all really enjoyed that episode um thank you all for reaching out to me um gratitude 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 um okay so moving along um life updates and expectations so i sold the house And it didn't go like I expected. I was anticipating walking away with a certain number. And what I did not realize, and this is through no fault of my own, by the way, that I had probably lost, oh, I don't know, maybe 75%. No, that's wrong. That's wrong. That's wrong. Not 75%. Maybe 40%, 45% of the money that I was expecting to get back. Katie, how did you lose 40, 45% of the money you were expecting to get back? Because when I did a loan modification, I never read the paperwork. Now I had two loan modifications because I broke my ankle um, at the beginning of 2022. January 1st broke my ankle. And this is terrible to say, but I don't ever live with savings, right? I don't ever save my money. Let that be a lesson to me. Um, I just have always spent my money because I believe that money is energy and it comes back. Well, guess what? You should probably save a little bit for when things like that happened. And like retrospectively, looking back at it, I got my tax returns that year and I made a poor decision. Instead of saving that money, I went to the Florida Keys because, hey, why not, right? So... There we go. Anyways, when I did my loan modification, I didn't read the paperwork and I did not realize that the amount that they were tacking on to the end of my mortgage was like an insanely large amount, right? We never discussed a dollar amount when I was talking to them about it, but whatever. I'm sure it was in the paperwork. I never read the paperwork because I needed to do the modification to stay in my house. So anyways, continue on, right? Um... Later on that year, I had to do another loan modification at the end of the year because I was trying to start my own business. And again, in true Katie fashion, there was no plan. I was just really hoping on a prayer that everything was going to work out, and it did not. So I had to do another loan modification. And again, no dollar amounts discussed, and that's fine. I should have read the paperwork, but I needed to do it to stay in my house. So come to find out on the day of closing those amounts, total like a hefty chunk out of my profits um so that was like devastating to me because my expectation was this and the reality was that and i struggled you guys when i found that out granted i walked away with a very good chunk of money. Like, let's be real. I can still buy my bus. I'm still able to do the things that I want to do. The amount that I wanted to invest in a savings and a future goal was cut down significantly. And that's okay. That's okay. Because I'm still able to do the things that I wanted to do. However, there was a grieving process that ensued. Okay. And I was struggling because I'm so grateful to be out of my home. I am so grateful to be able to have the money to do the things that I want to do to like start this next chapter. But man, oh man, I felt like somebody had kicked me in the gut and I was just sick. Like it really took a large amount of joy away from this really great chapter ending Because I had this expectation in my head of walking away with this $1 amount that did not end up being that. So I was really like going through it on Friday when we closed. I was on the roller coaster of emotions. And I was like learning all the lessons. What lessons did you learn, Katie? Well, so when... And I've never really, there's only been one other time in my life where I had struggled to like earn money to make a living. And that was like way early in my, in my twenties. So ever since then, I have been extremely fortunate to always have the amount of money that I need to sustain my life. And I wanted to go on this journey as soon as Ruby turned 18, right? Right. So she turned 18 last year in 2022, and that is when I wanted initially to go on my journey. So the lesson I'm learning is that second time around when I had to modify my mortgage and was trying to follow my dream, I should have listened to the universe that was urging me to follow my dream at that point in time but because i had this expectation in my head of this other person coming with me and they just weren't ready until a certain time i was putting my dream off now that's like devastating to me to like have to like go back and work through and think about how i have sabotaged myself thus creating this huge financial loss for myself. And the expectation that I had in my head of, you know, doing this journey with somebody else was just not what was truly aligning for me because we should not put our dreams on hold for other people. We just should not, especially when the universe is showing you that this is what it was but because i was so wrapped up in my idea of what i wanted to happen i was like forget it we'll just keep doing this and let me just modify my mortgage and we'll just put it all at the back end because who cares about that right well i'm not going to have to worry about that until you know sometime off in the future well the future came and bit me right in the face last friday So the lesson, you know, that I'm learning is follow your dream, Katie, and don't let anything stop it. You can't wait for anybody else. You can't rely on anybody else. The only person you have, the only purpose you have is yours. So do all the things that help you get to your purpose. So, you know... It just is what it is and I'm like getting better at like accepting because truly I did walk away with everything I will need to, you know, support my journey and still have money to invest. It just is not the number that I had in my head. Now here's another thing, okay? The universe knows that I'm terrible with financial stuff. Like I'm terrible. I, if I want it, I will get it. If I want to go on vacation, I do it. So this is what I was saying to myself, right? Because Harry Styles' last concert tour is in Italy on July 22nd. And I was like, you know what? I want to go to that concert. (laughs) I did. I really wanted to go to that concert. And if I would have gotten what I was expecting to get from the concert, oh, I would have blown a large chunk of money. Not a large chunk, but let's say like a couple thousand dollars. To go to Italy to go see Harry Styles for his last concert tour. So like there's another lesson, right? Katie, the universe is literally giving you what you need plus this extra amount to invest. How are you going to use it? Are you going to blow your savings frivolously or are you going to be forced to to really, really watch your money. And so the thing I'm learning is that that's got to be the lesson, right? Because if I would have gotten the full amount, I would have went buck wild. Like I know myself. I know myself enough to know that that is 100% something that would have happened. So I'm just like thinking of all the things that could be coming back As lessons. Financial lessons. If you were to have that money. This is what would happen. It's a good thing you don't. Because now you're forced. To live within. And manage. This lesser amount. And you won't spend so frivolously. So. So. How is that coming into play? So my max budget previously. For a car was $15,000. Right? And I. I. Went on Saturday to, oh my gosh, you guys, I'm so sorry. The neighbors are in love with my dog. I'm on the front porch and they are just calling their names and really distracting me. So if you can hear them, I'm really sorry. Um, but hopefully I'll have like a place to record in the future that won't include distractions or dogs or ch- small children. But anyway, cycling back. So... I was in this place, right? I went to yoga on Saturday morning and Ruth, one of my really big mentors in my life. um, The theme of her class was sorrowful joy and joyful sorrow. And I was like, well, gosh, it's like church. Every time I go to yoga, I needed to hear that because you can be joyful and full of sorrow at the same time. And that is exactly how I felt. I was in a sorrowful, joyful state. And that's okay. So that Saturday, me and my dad were going to go look at salvage title cars because in my head, I have this less number, right? And what I was originally thinking was not going to be. And I don't now. I don't want to spend at the top of my budget. I really do not want to spend $15,000 on a car that I'm going to be driving around here for the next few months. And then it's going to be pulled behind my bus. So financial lesson I'm learning is making me adjust what my true needs are. So me and my dad went to go look at this, um, place that does salvage titles and he takes the cars and he fixes them up. He's a mechanic. And my dad has said he would not mind, mind buying a salvage title for himself. Um, And as we're driving there, he goes, I just don't know that I would put you into a salvage title because you're going to be gone and you don't necessarily know what you're doing when it comes to vehicles. And I was like, okay, I can understand that. And as we're driving to go see that, the Toyota dealer calls me and says that the car that I still want is there that I had driven on Thursday night with my dad when I was expecting to get 40% more of the money that I got. So my mom was like, I think you should just get that car, that Toyota that you want, and then you can sell it right before you leave and get, you know, a runner car for behind your bus. And I've, I was feeling pressured, right? Because every time my mom has been saying to me, you need to get a car, you need to get a car, you need to get a car, you need to get a car. And that was like, everything she was saying to me before I closed on my house and then I closed and I took a huge financial loss and that morning she was talking to me but those programmed ideas of I need to get a car I need to get a car I need to get a car were already instilled in my mind that I need to get a car I'm staying at their house I need to get a car I need to get a car fine okay let me just tell this guy that I'll take the car my dad's like I think that's not a bad idea for you to get this car it was a great car And then, like, I had a full meltdown moment. Like, I called the bank. I called the bank, got the check. We were walking to the dealership. This is what I'm prepared to pay. I got a $15,000 check. I was like, this is what I'm prepared to pay. And after we left the bank and we were on our way to the dealership, I was talking to my dad. And I was like, I don't really want to spend Any more than what my max budget is. Like, I don't even want to spend that much. My financial situation has changed. And now spending $15,000 on a car seems absolutely ridiculous. I don't need to get a newer car. I don't need to get a nicer car. I just need to get something that will, you know, that will get me from here to there. Meets the needs for my dogs. And... You know just does what I need it to do so I, I sent a silent little note up to my grandma and I said grandma if this car's meant to be it'll be for that price just can you just make that happen for me and she she said okay granted my grandma's in spirit so just know that I talked to her um and so I told my dad, he's like, if it's meant to be, it'll be. So we get to the dealership. I give him the 15, I give them the $15,000 check. I said, this is what I'm willing to pay. And he goes, well, that's not going to work. Um, when we discussed numbers on Thursday, I said, no, no, we never discussed numbers on Thursday. This is the most I'm willing to pay all in out the door. He said, that's not going to work. I said, that is okay. That's okay. It's not meant for me. Fine. He goes, I'm sorry to waste your time. I was like, Oh no, you did not waste my time. So I felt really like I felt relieved because I knew that I did not want to spend $15,000. I was feeling kind of pressured to buy a vehicle because, you know, my mom's been saying, You need to buy a vehicle, you need to buy a vehicle, you need to buy a vehicle. Um, So I called my mom on the way back. I said, I did not buy the car. She's like, why not? I said, because I don't want to spend that much and they weren't willing to go to that price. I said, could you please not pressure me into getting a vehicle? My entire situation has changed drastically, like drastically. And I like just need some time to adjust to it. And you pressuring me to get a car does not help my emotional, mental state of mind. It really does not. Like, it just makes me feel pressured. And then I'll end up getting something I don't really want because of this, that, and the other. And she goes, I'm not pressuring you. I said, but you were. She goes, that was before your situation changed. I said, okay, I appreciate it. Please don't pressure me. She's like, I will not. So, I appreciate that. And I... I just like kind of wanted to like live in my sorrow for a minute, you know, like let me adjust instead of boom, boom, boom. This is what has to be done. Because while that old chapter closed and I'm so thankful for it to close, this new chapter is not starting out the way that I wanted it to. So let me like work through these emotions, these feelings, all the things. So Sunday morning came and you know, I had yoga, so I go to yoga, but because I'm like all discombobulated, I left the keys to the gym in one of my yoga bags and it was not with me. So I waited outside the yoga studio and I was like, I'm so sorry. I forgot my keys. Like, this is just where it was because I was all over the map with my emotions that I couldn't even get my stuff together enough to like do the things I needed to do. So What did I do? I took myself out for breakfast. That might not have been the best financial decision, but you know what? That's what I needed to do in that moment, and that is what I did. So I took myself solo out to breakfast. Elizabeth and Delavan, if you've never been there, they have great breakfast. And I like just had some moments with myself. I was looking up buses while I was there because. I just didn't even want to focus on the car aspect. Like, truly, I did not. I was grieving the loss of what I, again, what I had my expectations set to. That I just was like, nope, let me switch gears. I'm going to look at buses. I was reading information about buses, the ones not to get, the engines, all this good stuff. And I just enjoyed my breakfast while looking for buses. So then I... um. I went home and I have been getting, so like with all of this closing stress, getting out of the house stress, I'm not even going to say the added expectation let down of the financial aspect of my house because that really didn't play a factor into it, but I have been like going to old coping mechanisms, right? So like the food that I'm putting in my body has just taken a dive and it is All the old behaviors that I like try to get myself out of. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to fast and I want to fast for five days. Okay, that's just what I want to do. I want to fast for five days. So I was talking to another one of my friends and she goes, Oh my gosh, I want to fast too. I said, Okay, I'm thinking five days. She goes, I'm thinking three days. I said, Okay, that seems a little more manageable. Like, You can't just jump back into fasting, Katie. You haven't fasted in a really long time. But I needed to get my brain out of the food craze. It's like a cookie monster brain, right? I needed to get my brain reset to, you know, not just go completely crazy when my emotions get out of control. Because that is what had happened. So, I start fasting Monday. I'm looking for cars on Monday. I'm going to drive them, you know, by myself because my mom's at work. Let's just go drive them. Actually, no, on Monday I went with my mom all the way down to Cudahy to test drive some cars. One of them didn't have air conditioning. I said, well, that's not going to work. It was like 90 degrees on Monday. That's not going to work. Test drove another one. Like I switched my thought from a Toyota or A larger vehicle because I was looking at RAV4s to maybe a Subaru Impreza. It's a little hatchback, right? So I went to go drive one of those. That was a nice car. It was a nice car. But again, I can't buy a car unless my dad drives it. So, you know, we continue looking, we get home. I'm not thinking about food. I'm doing super good on my fast. Tuesday rolls around. I go to look for cars by myself. I'm per- my body, my physical body is not hungry. Not at all. But after I was done driving a few cars, my emotional body kicked up and was like, maybe you should just like stop at TJ Maxx and just do a little shopping. Well, that's an old coping mechanism. But Shopping doesn't really help, Katie, because, you know, you've got less money than you thought you were going to have. So you, like, really don't want to frivolously unnecessarily spend what you're trying to invest into savings. So I'm like, okay, no shopping, food. My brain goes to food, right? And I'm just, like, thinking about all things because I'm recognizing patterns, where they come from, and how they affect me. I'm stressed out about this whole car situation. I'm done driving the cars. I'm driving back home. And all I'm thinking about is food. And this is the thought that I have in my head, you guys. Nobody's going to know if I eat food. Like Nobody's going to know. Katie, you don't even have to tell anybody. You can keep that a little secret. And then I thought to myself, like, but you'll know. You'll know that you sabotaged yourself and isn't that the behavior that you're trying to overcome the self-sabotaging behavior um no 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 you're not doing that so when i got home i literally took a nap i was like i'm gonna take a nap i'm gonna shut my brain off i'm gonna take my nap get home take a nap wake up you know go downstairs and just start looking for more buses. Like every time I'm frustrated about the car, I just go straight to the bus. Like, let me just look at buses. Let me just see what I can find on the bus forefront. So, Wednesday rolls around yesterday, right? Yesterday was Wednesday. And my body is starting to get hungry, right? And then, of course, while all this happens, I start my my cycle, Because, of course, why wouldn't I? And you're not supposed to fast while you're getting your cycle, which I didn't really realize. But yesterday, Wednesday, my body was hungry. So I kept drinking water, kept drinking water. And I'm driving these cars. And the one I wanted to buy, like I drove it to my dad's shop. My dad said, we're going to take it over to my friend who's a mechanic. He's going to lift it up and look at it and see if it's a good car. Well, that car needed new struts, shocks, and rear brakes. So he's like, well, it's like Joe approved aside from needing that work. So if he's willing to drop $2,000 on the price, go ahead. Or he can fix it and you can pay asking price. I said, okay. So I go to the dealership and it's one of those little dealerships out in West Dallas. And I was like, okay, I got good news and bad news. Bad news is I brought it to the mechanic, and it needs this, 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 and this. Good news is is I'm willing to buy it, but for this price. And he goes, oh, I'm not going to be able to do that. I said, that's fine. That's okay. Then it's not meant to be. I said, but I'm unwilling to pay that amount for a car that needs $2,000 worth of work. So, sorry. He's like, I'm sorry to waste your time. I said, oh, no, it's fine. This is just practice for my walking away game. It is fine. So I call my dad and I was like, it didn't work out. And he did a quick search and he's like, if you just go on to Google and type in the year and the car you want, it just brings up this whole search. Here's one at this place in Waukesha. I was like, okay, I'll go check it out. So I am driving over to go check out this car. And I'm just like kind of over the whole car buying process. I'm not going to lie. Like I'm getting frustrated and I'm just like over it. So I go to this place and I'm like, you have a 2011 Honda CRV. I'd like to drive that. And he goes, okay. So I get in it. I drive it immediately over to my dad's. Like it has everything I need in a vehicle. Um, It's $3,000 under my budget, like $3,400 under my budget I'm like, okay, I can see myself in this car. It meets all my needs. It's newer than the Toyota that I had just brought over. So I go over to my Dan. I'm like, here, give this a drive. And he gives it a drive. And he goes, okay, I want you to go over by Dan's and see if they can look at it and see what they say. So I bring it over the mechanic. They put it up in the air. They look at it bring it back down. I go talk to him. He goes, well, this car is a better car in every single aspect than the one you just brought. He goes, this one has, looks great. It's never been in an accident. It has way less rust. Um, everything looks great. Like this is a great car. I said, perfect. Excellent. So I call my dad, tell him what he said. I said, okay, I'm going to go buy this car. (laughs) like that's just what I'm gonna do I'm gonna go buy that car he goes okay he sends me a text message he goes stick to your budget I said oh this car is well under my budget and I am a hundred percent comfortable with this number and whatever he goes okay you see what it takes like offering dead presidents he said you'll pay this much dead presidents I was like you want me to say dead presidents he goes yeah I said I can't just say cash dollars he goes no dead presidents so I go back. I said, What is the best you can do for me? Dead Presidents today, come back with the money in two hours. And because it was already priced like below what the market says, according to the Carfax that they had, they were only willing to move $200. And that was begrudgingly. And I was like, You know what? I'm fine with that. I am fine with that. It's already under my budget. Let's not get greedy. It was mechanically checked out by the mechanic. It was Joe Vibes approved. I am happy to pay the 11 for the eleven four. happy to pay it. Right. I was like, if you run all the paperwork, send me a text message for the amount that I have to bring back in dead presidents and I will do that. So they send me a text message and they were like, you can write us a check now. I've always known that cash is king. Like you, duh. My dad owns a small business. You don't have to, you know, cash is king. That's all I'm going to say. Cash is king. They said, yeah, you can write the check out too. I was like, oh no, you're missing the point of cash is king, friends. I have cash dollar bills. You don't want those? You want a check? Fine, whatever. Not my business. Good for you for being so honest. Um, so I go back and I get my car. I'm extremely happy with it extremely happy so you know the expectation was that i wanted a toyota rav4 and i was looking at ones that were on the high end and newer and once my whole financial plan changed my true needs were revealed to me and my expectations were dropped down And it's just so crazy because these are the lessons I needed to learn, right? Be satisfied and happy with what you got because what you got ain't all that bad. And a lot of people would be really happy with what I got. Do you need to have all the, does it need to be a new car? Does it need to be fancy and high end? No, absolutely not. You're literally driving it for the next couple months and then you're going to pull it behind a bus and it's going to be a runner car. Does it have the ability to pull your kayak? Absolutely. Did I order a kayak rack yesterday? Sure did. Sure did. Like everything's okay, Katie. The biggest lesson I've learned from all of this is to release any expectations for anything. Like, if you don't go in with expectations or preconceived notions of what you think you want or what you're trying to get, you you can't get let down. Right? Stay in the present moment. Stay in the present moment. Also, it's okay to grieve when something doesn't go your way. Like, I was kind of beating myself up. I was having this moment where I was like... How can you even be feeling this way when you've walked away with a significant amount of money, Katie? Like, how are you even feeling sad that you lost, you know, this other money? Because you're still walking away with quite a significant amount. And you know what? It is okay to grieve the loss of what we thought was going to be, you know? Also, read the paperwork. Read the paperwork, read the paperwork, read the paperwork, read the paperwork. Because I'll tell you, four payments of like, let's say $5,000 turned into literally like seven times that amount, times two. Okay? Like, read the paperwork and save money for... For the future if you own a house. Like I don't know that I'll ever own a home again. It's just not something that I want. I don't need space like that. I don't need anything like that. And who knows. You never know what the future holds. Currently right now in my position. I don't think I ever want to own a house. But if I were. You best believe that I would have. At least. Five months worth of mortgage payments. In the bank. Not to be touched. Just in case something were to happen again and if you do have to modify your loan modification like maybe look at all the options I didn't look at any options I just knew I needed to stay in my house I wasn't ready to leave my house another thing I learned follow your dreams and don't get stuck on what you think you want them to be like that has been the main theme you know what I mean what I think I wanted. And what I thought was what I wanted is not what my true purpose is supposed to be. I'm supposed to be on this journey solo. I'm supposed to be learning all these lessons solo. Yes, have people around you to support you. But like getting my bus and traveling is a Katie dream. That's Katie's dream. Katie's dream. The only person who should be doing that is Katie. Not Katie and some other person. Not Katie and... These other people, it's just Katie. It's Katie's dream. Katie's dream should be realized by Katie. No waiting for other people. No waiting so that other people can come. None of that. Okay? Follow your dreams because they are your dreams. And when you decide that you're going to work against what the universe is trying to put in your way, there might be some repercussions down the road. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. So those are my takeaways. Um, I am extremely happy to no longer be a homeowner. I am extremely thankful that I did walk away with a sizable amount of money that will be able to support my dream. And it's funny because when I figured out that I was getting way less than what I thought I was getting, my friend Ashley was here. And I was having a moment, right? Like I was crying. And initially, always my brain goes to the worst, right? Well, no, I might not be able to get my bus. Now I'm going to have to get an RV. And this is what this girl said to me. She goes, what's more important, Katie? The traveling and seeing the world or the vehicle in which you do it in. And I was like, motherfucker. I was like, the traveling. The traveling is more important. She goes, okay, there you go. There you go. It'll all work out and I don't even know why my brain takes it to that extreme like right away. Like I really don't know why my brain goes to that automatic extreme reaction because I'm still going to be able to buy my bus. It's still well within my budget with money to be able to be invested, like I said, it's just so crazy, like how in these initial moments of things not going the way I had expected or planned, my initial reaction is always to go then to the opposite worst. And it's like, Katie, maybe we need to regulate that a little bit. I just saw a cardinal book go by. So thanks for that confirmation, Graham, appreciate it. But, you know, and again, healing is not linear. Because I was really like feeling very down on myself about the way I was feeling about, you know, how can you be sad when you're still walking away with such a large chunk? And how do you even have room to grieve? But you do. You do. You know what? You do. And it's okay to take as long as you need to grieve. I felt better by Sunday after I. Went to Ruth's yoga class and i learned about, you know, sorrowful joy and that it's okay. I also went to a Reiki share on Friday night. I was like, you know what I need? Reiki. Sounds like a great idea. Let's clear some of this energy that's stuck on me. I also went to the Imagine Dragons concert on Saturday night with my mom at Summerfest. And they sang the Bob Marley song, Three Little Birds. Um, every little thing is going to be all right. Like, it's really going to be all right. I start crying. My mom goes, they're singing this song for you. I was like, yeah, I know. Everything's going to be okay. And then I woke up Sunday morning and I was much better with the situation that I was in. And again, I'm not in a terrible spot. I'm really not. It just takes some mental adjusting on my part. So now, guess what? I don't need to spend the max of my budget on anything. Let's try and come in under that. Let's make that a goal. And then you can save that money. Okay, then it can be put elsewhere or it can be saved or it can be allocated. And it's really not the end of the world. So I know if any of you keep up with me on Instagram, it didn't seem like I was excited on Friday when I closed my house because to be honest, I wasn't really excited. I mean, I was excited that I was out of house. But that's what I that's the only thing I was taking with me that day. And then from there, it evolved into yes, there is gratitude. And then, you know, everything is worked out the way it's supposed to be. I am supported. You know, the universe is supporting my plan. It's just not in the way that I thought it was going to be. And there it is. It's the expectation so let's just live in the present moment people because the only thing we can control is the right here and the right now and always 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 read the paperwork always read the paperwork I realize this episode was kind of all over the place I apologize <laughs> but I've kind of been all over the place the last couple days um also ooh I'll wrap up the fasting so I was supposed to be done fasting this morning Yesterday in my body, it felt like maybe at like two o'clock, three o'clock in the afternoon, all of a sudden it felt like in my body that I had drank in an espresso on an empty stomach. I don't know if any of you have done that. I have. Last time I did that, it gave me a panic attack. Um, I mean, other factors were obviously involved, but I felt all jittery in my body. And then I felt that way like for a while. And I was like, you know what, I have to eat. So I ended up eating later last night probably around five or six and those feelings subsided so I'm going to next time I fast I'm not going to do it when I'm on my cycle because I don't know if that plays into it but I don't want to feel like that that does not feel good in my body um I'm extremely satisfied with the um, with the length of time that I did fast um and I will be doing it again I do feel like my brain is reset and I'm able to recognize when those thoughts come in about food and why they're coming in. They're always linked to an emotion. I've noticed they're always linked to an emotion. And in this case, to emotions that I don't necessarily like. Overwhelmed, feeling overwhelmed, feeling sad about not getting the things that I thought I wanted, um, being stressed out, so like being able to fast and recognize those thoughts is huge for me. And now that I'm done with my fasting, I'm going to eat whole foods, right? The least amount of processed foods that I can. Um, and that's where I'm trying to go because I just want to feel better inside my body. And for me, it's never about losing weight. Like I've really have accepted my physical body for what it is. I just would like to feel high energy and energy that can sustain me for a long time because I'm going to be building a bus soon and I do not want to feel sluggish or like I just don't want to do it because that's not the reality I want to live. So I'm sticking to whole foods, least amount of processed foods I can find for sustained energy Thank you so much for listening to my ramblings, my wandering expectations and lessons. Um, I appreciate each and every single one of you. And just know that the video blog will be going live as soon as I find that bus people. I am looking for it. People are reaching out to me and sending me bus information. I appreciate you. if you would like to know what kind of bus I want. It is a six to seven window bus. So total windows is either 12 to 14. It can have a wheelchair lift. Like if it's five windows with a wheelchair lift, that's fine. Um, The main thing I'm looking for is the DT466E diesel engine. And this is what's holding me up because the DT466E is a fantastic engine, but I believe between the years 2008 and 2010, they put Max Force on it, which kind of ruined the entire engine, and it's just garbage. So that's like the hang up. A lot of the buses have the DT466E with the Max Force on it, which is garbage. So that's really what I'm trying to navigate through. So I'm on Craigslist, I'm on eBay, I'm on Marketplace, I am searching bus dealers. And there's no expectation because the right bus will find me when it is the right time. So if anybody sees anything they think I might be interested in, just send it my way. Um, And I appreciate you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being along with me on my journey. Um, Yeah, have a really wonderful day. Sorry it's a day late. I just was not in a mental place yesterday after driving around all day, buying a car, going to the grocery store, feeling weird in my body. Like, it just was not something I had the energy for. So I appreciate you hanging in with me. Sorry it's a day late. I love and appreciate every single one of you. Have a wonderful rest of your week, peeps.